Was it a mission doomed to fail? We'll never know, but we came close to launching a team and losing them in a trackless wilderness. Here's what happened and how to keep your own team from getting lost in the jungle. Welcome to another podcast episode from Rapid Start Leadership, where we get straight to the point of learning to lead well using entertaining stories, revealing research, and providing tools to help you master the craft. Becoming a great leader is not easy, but we all have the potential to improve. Our goal is to help make the leadership learning curve a little less steep for you. The call came in late one Saturday afternoon. An Air Force F-16 jet had gone down in the jungle. They might need us to help rescue the pilot. I was serving in an army unit in Panama in the days before GPS was commonly available. Back then, we kept a small team of soldiers on a very short alert string, the kind where they had just minutes to respond. The men slept with their boots on and equipment already packed. They were well-trained and prepared to respond to any variety of possible missions, and this was one of them. We're ready, I told the man on the phone. Tell us everything you know about the crash site. Our contacts said the plane went down in a remote and dangerous part of the Panamanian jungle known as the Darien. Located just north of the Colombian border, it's a trackless tangle of mangrove swamps, impossibly steep hills, meandering streams, and thick forest. Movement required a machete and is measured in feet, not miles. If the venomous animals or disease-carrying insects don't get you, the narco-traffickers or paramilitary guerrillas might. It was a dangerous and practically impenetrable place. Even the Pan-American Highway stops at the Darien. My contact at headquarters relayed to us some likely coordinates of the crash site so we could start planning. I alerted the team and sent our intelligence officer to get the relevant map. Soon he was back. We don't have that map. Headquarters said they would send a courier over with a copy. Meanwhile, our minds spun into action. Were there any roads nearby? If not, we'd be looking for likely helicopter landing zones to get the rescue team in. What about water obstacles that we'd need a way to cross or could use as a way to get close? How about trails we could use to get to the crash site more quickly once we got on the ground? Finally, the map arrived. We thought it would provide answers to these questions, but that's not how it worked out. In the Army, we spent a lot of time with maps. They were a treasure trove of useful information. Rivers can be obstacles or avenues of approach. Higher ground dominates lower. Natural choke points confer tactical advantage to whoever controls them. Roads and trails facilitate movement and support. Populated areas represent challenges of their own. Knowledge of the ground and where you are on it is crucial to maneuver successfully through it. The maps we worked with were overlaid with grid lines spaced one kilometer apart. With some training, you could identify your location precisely, plan routes to move along, and coordinate the movement of hundreds of people and machines. We thanked the courier and ran upstairs with the cardboard tube containing the map. Our planning team circled around as we opened the container and unrolled the map on the conference room table. Expecting to see a sea of green jungle, blue networks of rivers and streams, brown contour lines depicting elevation, and with any luck, black lines outlining a few trails, we were not ready for the one color we did see, white. Everything was white. The only other color on nearly the entire map was the thin black of the grid lines. We saw hundreds of square kilometers of neatly divided blocks of white space. The area was so remote that much of it had never been mapped. Only a small corner of the map depicted any terrain detail at all. We dutifully plotted the grid coordinate we had. It put the likely crash site out in the middle of the white space. For all we could tell, we could just as easily be headed to a polar ice cap as triple canopy jungle. I called my contact back, and he apologized, but he said that's all he had. He knew that we would need more information before we could launch the team, and he promised to get back to us ASAP. An hour later, he called back. 
Stand down, was the word. The pilot had been rescued. Fortunately, Air Force Search and Rescue Forces had been able to get him out. We were glad the pilot was going to be okay, but the experience left an indelible mark in my mind and more than a few questions. Whether we're preparing to launch a rescue team into an unmapped expanse of mangrove swamp or a business team to tackle the next big project, before we give the go signal, there's some critical work to be done. Even if we have the best trained team around, we're doing them a disservice as leaders if we launch them without solid answers to these five questions. Number one, what is the vision? Everyone involved should know exactly what we're trying to achieve with this effort and what success looks like. A short, clear vision statement, easily memorized and free from buzzwords and filler jargon, can help people get focused and synchronize their efforts. If your team can't easily repeat the vision statement from memory, it isn't a very good vision statement. Number two, do they have the resources they need? The courier from headquarters gave us grid coordinates and a map, but little of it was any use. To keep our teams from getting lost in the jungle, we have to think through the obstacles they're likely to face and what they may need to overcome them, whether it's time, money, equipment, training, skilled people, or a set of authorities to allow them to get the job done. Number three, how will they measure progress? This is important for everyone involved. Like any SMART goal, it's hard to know how you're doing if you can't quantify forward movement in some way. Whether it's testing results, production numbers, or some other metric, figure out what's important, then find a simple way to measure it. Like prominent terrain features on a good map, knowing where we are relative to where we want to go is the first big step to getting there. Number four, do they have the latitude they need? Equipping them and pointing them in the right direction is only part of the equation. The Pan American Highway stops at the Darien. 66 miles of that highway are practically impassable by car. Determined travelers have to bypass the area by boat, plane, or else make the attempt on foot. Not recommended. We should ask if our own teams have the same flexibility to alter course if their planned route is blocked. A sense of autonomy is empowering and motivating. 5. Then what? In the event the team is successful, what is the next step? Knowing what comes next can help the team accomplish the mission in a way that future success is also more likely. If making the sale today poisons the relationship tomorrow, we may end up more lost in the jungle than when we started. As leaders, we need to be thinking several steps ahead so that the map we send out to the team has more than just blocks of white space. One good reason leaders delegate today's work is so that we can focus on planning for what comes tomorrow. Lost in the Jungle, the takeaway. With what little we knew, would we have launched the team at night into that environment with no points of reference? If we were the best hope for success, perhaps. But a just go and we'll sort it out along the way approach would have been dangerous. In the worst of cases, the rescuers might need rescuing themselves. It's fortunate we never had to find out. When it comes to launching our own teams on new projects, the same considerations apply. The goal must be clear. The team trained and resourced. There has to be a way to measure progress. The team needs the latitude to choose the best route to the objective and an understanding of what comes next. Before launching our teams on any new mission, we owe it to them to have answers to these questions or we all risk getting lost in the jungle. Lead on. Thank you for joining us for this Rapid Start Leadership Podcast. If you like this episode, we hope you'll share it with a friend, subscribe, and rate it on your podcast platform of choice. For more information on this topic, helpful links, and additional tools to help you become a better leader, be sure to check the show notes and visit us at rapidstartleadership.com.
Until next time, lead on.